I'm gonna enjoy killing these slack-jawed daffodils! Podcasting to all of Azeroth, this is World of Warcast, episode number 239. I'm Muck with me again, it's Kara. Hey! <laughs> People are I, all happy when you're on the show. I'm so glad. I got a lot of good feedback. Thank you so much to those people who let me know they enjoyed my voice. <laughs> and well, the things I have to say, I guess, and all that good stuff. Yeah, well, we're it happy It makes to you feel it. good. Yeah, well, that's what the world is all about, isn't it? The world of Warcraft? <laughs> the world. <laughs> the real world. <laughs> what is the real world, anyway? I, I don't know. Give me my pixel world. I know. Well, we've been having people on. We had uh, we had Fist on last week. That was that, a fantastic episode. That was a great episode. Now we have you on again this week, and this is going to be a fantastic episode. I sure hope so. We sure have a lot to talk about. Oh, we do. Now, we're recording this. It's 3.26 Eastern time, and the Q&A has been over for 25 minutes. Mm-hmm. So uh, I had to get my tea, and now we're ready to go. Got coffee. Do you want to start with the Q&A? Yeah, let's go for All it. Right. Um, we're not going to cover everything. Just the stuff we're interested in. Yeah, there were just some things that like didn't interest me at all. I just went, nah. I don't really. I don't play a warlock. Sorry. (laughs) Well, (laughs) it's funny you should say that because that's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, I don't really need to care too much about the warlock stuff. Um, All right. So the first question that I I wrote some stuff down to actually was the first question was, why was there no scaling in the artifact challenges? We had talked about this before. Yeah, we had talked about this before. And Ian said, well, you know, gear matters. I think what they were saying was that they were just changing things up from the way things were before because before – the challenges would scale, and this time it didn't. Um, and and he said, you know, it must be nice to walk around knowing that you did it before Tomb of Sargeras came out. I'm like, well, I, I guess, but I, I'm, is there an achievement for that? Because if there isn't, then I don't know if there's any way to really relay, to, relay that to people. I don't know if there is or not. That's a good question. That's a good question. I'm going to try it again. I think I'm gonna Good get, luck. Yeah, I'm going to try getting one or two more pieces of gear, and then I'm going to try it again. Um, and then here's something that I they said that you can do the green fire quest on a mage. I have no idea. Yeah, they said that, and I'm like, I don't think that's possible. I thought that was a warlock-only thing. I thought there was um, a part of it that you could farm up and then sell on the auction house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perhaps that's what they're talking about, but no. I'm not quite sure. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. I must have uh, glazed over that part. <laughs> we were talking about warlocks. I don't know. Maybe. Um, oh, why hasn't Tuma Sargeras opened yet? So Ian made a really good point. He said that if they did it too soon, then people would have complained. Because people are going to complain about anything. <laughs> that's true. That that's one thing we've learned about doing this show for so many years is that people will complain about everything. But he said, rightfully so, it would have been too soon. <laughs> so it looks now that it's going to open in about six weeks, mid June ish. They said. I'm excited. So, so I think that will be okay. Um, they were talking about how they staggered the content, and and there was another thing that they, that Ian said that maybe they probably shouldn't have said is that. They said that 7.2 has like the most content of a of a release ever. And and I even said this on the show. I just 7.2 dropped and I went to the shore and 
did my thing and that was it. Yeah, people expected a lot because they said that and I think they set their expectations yeah. by saying that. Well, it turns out what they said in the Q&A was that there is a lot of content, but you only see so much of it based on your class. They also said that they believed that there was more there there was more voice uh recordings for just 7.2 alone than any other expansion. That's amazing. So it's there, except you have to play all your classes in order to see it. <laughs> I want to ask you, do you like the voiceovers? I love them. I do too. I love them. Yeah. I think When they're... you've heard the same one over and over, sometimes it gets a little old, but I'd rather have them there and have them go over <laughs> and over than not have them at all. Citizens of Dalaran. Raise your eyes to the sky and observe. Oh, God. So if you an want illusion. to talk a little bit about an illusion... <laughs> What are you hiding? Yeah, they're they're in the game already. We all know it. Yeah, there are some things in there that they could probably fix. There is actually an add-on to silence uh, Cadgar for the citizens of Dalaran thing. A Ronin, yeah. A Ronin, yeah. Um, and I have that, and it's wonderful <laughs> because Worth I go it. in there Tuesdays because <laughs> I do my runs on Tuesdays. So on Tuesdays. In, in old Dalaran, I'm, I'm in there like maybe selling stuff or I'm usually at the auction house. And yeah, it's it's just like every five minutes, there's somebody who just finished Olduar. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. I want to point out something that um, has been coming up a lot in my guild chat for some reason. Uh, people asking if there is a portal somewhere to old Dalaran in new Dalaran. There is not a portal no. to Dalaran, but there's a portal to Wormrest Temple. And if you have flying in Wrath content, you can just take that and fly there. You can take there's a there's a portal to um, the shrine, and inside the shrine, there's a portal to Old Dalaran that too. So there's that also. So yep. there's no you direct can bug your one. friendly mage. Yes, I just putting that out there because it seems to be something that people aren't able to find very easily. Yeah, <laughs> I I noticed that there's not a lot of call for portals anymore from mages yeah. so now uh, there's that um yeah so they have no exact date for a tumor sargeras opening and i th- i think maybe what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna start doing night hold i'm gonna i'm gonna try i'm gonna get over my raid phobia and and get that out of the way uh the first wing of tumor sargeras ptr is this weekend i might actually get in there and try it maybe uh, if someone maybe will take I me will with too. them Maybe I'll do it too. Maybe. I mean, it sounds neat. Maybe. I've watched a couple of the uh, videos I think Fat Boss has put out from the other PTR testing. Uh-huh. And the fights look really fun. Yeah. Okay. Uh, class Matt record. Oh, okay. I need to ask you about this because I started getting a little distracted. The phone was ringing. I was getting text messages during this whole thing. All right. They said that the class mount rep requirement is not there anymore but was that for the main or is that for your alt from what i understand at first they came out and they said it's for your alt and then they said we just straight up removed the requirement entirely okay so i could be wrong but that's how i interpreted it okay so all right so it looks to me like all i have to do is my class my class requirement and then i should get the mount because I I'm think sort so. of cl- I'm close to the end. Yeah. I'm cl- hmm. I'm, maybe I did it. I don't know. Because I don't think it's out yet. 
I think it's coming out with the new patch. I saw somebody running around on a disc the other day. But I didn't There's look the at the old disc. disc from Pandaria. Oh, you know that what? That might be it. That might be it. Okay. I didn't check to see what kind it was. I didn't get my frosty sewer grate yet, so. No? All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to check that. Uh, they said that they are acutely aware of the CRZ lag. I heard about this yesterday. Some people I were complaining about it. I haven't experienced this. Have you? I have not. Well, no. What's today? Today is Thursday. On Tuesday, I believe it was Tuesday, um, there was like some sort of major lag in New Dal and the islands. When I was running stuff, because Tuesday is my old content day, I was running stuff through there with no problem. But once I got into New Dal, when I ported into New Dalaran, uh, my game just was taking forever to do things. Like I would bring up my um, my mammoth, uh, my my vendor mammoth, and it would just take forever to actually show up. And then I would sell stuff, and it would take like 20 seconds for the stuff to actually sell on Ew. my UI. So things like that were starting to happen. Some people were saying it was a DDoS. I, I don't think that this was a CRZ problem. So I'm not sure. But they said that if if – you have seen a CRZ issue. They said they're aware of it. They said the one thing that they don't like is when people start getting pulled into a group, like let's say you're doing a world quest or something and there's a boss, they don't like the fact that every time you pull in somebody new, your surroundings change. So they're working on that. And I can imagine as a developer, I can imagine that would be very tough because you got to anchor everybody in one zone or, or one server. So Just this week I installed the World Quest um add-on. Oh, now I'm forgetting the name of it, the one that lets you join a group for World Quests. Yeah. Like instantly. Oh, instantly. And I've noticed um not lag with it, but just what they were talking about of changing shards or however they put it. Uh-huh. Definitely you can notice it when you use that add-on. Oh, okay. okay. World Quest Group Finder. That's it. Okay. Um, I think that's the one I have. I'm not sure. Um, oh, the class I did anything. I wrote this down because they were talking about there was there was a question about how each um each spec of a class is starting to feel like a whole different class. And what that means is I haven't really felt this way as a mage because as a mage you just you throw stuff out. Here, I'm going to throw matches at you. I'm going to throw ice cubes at you, right? That sort of oh thing. So, someone please draw this. <laughs> someone please draw. I want this to draw this. This is the only one I know that draws. So, yeah, throwing ice cubes. So here's the thing. Uh, some people feel, and, and I've never heard anybody complain about this, but some people, I guess, are complaining that different specs of a class are feeling like whole different classes. And Ian said that they've sort of gotten away from the feel of a class within the within the specs. So, yeah. It they said they're going to work on that. I don't think this is something they're going to fix in this expansion. It's probably going to be for the next expansion. And then there was something else that they talked about. Remember bring the player and not the class? Mhm. Right. Remember that they were talking about this? They said that uh the problem with that is that they sort of got away from saying, oh, we're happy that X is here, being like a druid, a mage, a warlock, that sort of thing. And we've 
talked about this on the show before is that the lack of utility for certain classes. Have you noticed this? A little bit. I mean, I definitely miss my arcane intelligence as a mage. Right. All I can do now is uh, summon a table. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's exactly true. It's it's like the mage was good for certain things. Like, uh, yeah, you're right. The intelligence buff and things like that. And then sheeping things was necessary. But lately, all been... control. I forgot about that. Right. Crowd, yeah, exactly. We've <laughs> forgotten about it. As a matter of fact, I haven't sheeps. I mean, I sheeped somebody about two weeks ago. I don't remember what we we're doing. I don't know if it was PvP or what. But, I mean, before that, I think it's been like maybe a year or two since I actually like called up the, the sheep spell, Polymorph. So, I have them on my bars, and the only time I can ever think that I use them is in Halls of Valor. There's one mob that if you don't CC it, it will just kill your group. Mm-hmm. That's so it. yeah, so um, I yes. think that they're going to be bringing that back. We shall see. We shall see. Uh, patch seven point three is coming. Argus will be the next raid. Apparently, this was like a big question, and yet they said it at BlizzCon. So I don't see why this was such a big question mark. I wasn't sure if when they said we're going to Argus in seven three, if it was going to be another broken shore type zone or if it was going to be an instance, but they clarify that it will be a raid or at least there will be a raid zone in Argus. And Kara has written here squeal. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so hyped. I can't wait to go see Argus. I mean, hopefully they'll put things in there that allude to the old Draenei like how it was before they left Argus. Yeah, yeah. Some architecture and things like that. But we also saw that it's kind of exploded, so maybe not. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see what the art people will put in there. I am too. Uh, I have, this is the last of my notes. Kara has some notes also. So the last of my notes says that there's no illusions on artifacts. And at first I was kind of curious as to why, because like I've got the sword, right? Uh, the mage sword. Uh, I've got the uh, the uh, the new illusion sword. So for me, I have no I have no illusion on it already. So if I wanted to hiding, put... <laughs> I had to. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You can't say the word illusion anymore in a podcast, can you? <laughs> no. So I don't have like for example. Remember, I forgot what it's called. It was the fiery spect. It was like the rainbow fire uh, enchant. Oh, I forgot what it was called. But you can't put that, I can't put that on my sword, despite the fact that my sword itself doesn't have any kind of, you know, particles or anything on it. So they said that that it was not because they hate fun, it was an artistic decision. Because there are items that do, like for example, my my frost staff, uh, my weapon I should say, my frost staff has uh, uh, particles on it. So why it's would you do that? Fire remembrance that you're using. Yeah. Yeah, because I noticed even the um, I usually wear the blue tint of it, and it has a little bit of red that comes off of it, mm-hmm. like frost fire used to be. And, yeah. Oh, it's so pretty. I didn't notice it until I got a new computer and had my graphics turned up. <laughs> Power torrent. That was the name of the other one. Yes, it Power was purple torrent. and orange. Yeah. Paratorn was the other one. Um, so what you can do is if you don't want to, I mean, if you want to put an illusion on your artifact, you can kind of compromise and just transmog your artifact to a different weapon mm-hmm. and then put an illusion on that. An illusion? No. All right. I'll stop. Yes. Um, it's not a perfect solution, but 
if you must have the pretties. <laughs> the pretties? Pretties. You gotta be pretty. <laughs> um so so that's the solution. And I haven't transmogged any of my weapons this expansion. So, On my warrior alt, I have her shield. She's a prot warrior, mm-hmm. and I transmogged her shield because it's just not my vibe. Okay. All right. I like what are the, your... uh, burning crusade, pretty shiny purple things. Oh, so. not the clown Grand suit. Eye aesthetic. <laughs> the mage clown suit. Or that. <laughs> or that. We are... can get into that later with the uh, trial of style. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. All right. What For do you now, got? We will stick with the Q&A. Yeah. So there were a couple things that when they talked about it just clicked in my head as interesting. So someone asked about the Paragon Emissary chests and how they kind of drop not great stuff unless you get them out. Like when I've got them so far, they've dropped gold. (laughs) Yeah, I don't understand this. How do they not put the loot table up for a Paragon chest that gives you lesser stuff did, did nobody check this i have no idea okay. but they said they're going to consider the feedback so i'm excited about that because i've actually been getting them quite often mm-hmm. i've been doing a lot of world quests still so that probably is why okay. but i did end up getting the valorjar mount the storm drake oh i wasn't even expecting it and just all of a sudden i get a mount in my bags awesome. thank you good for you So another thing they talked about was in the next patch, 725, uh, when you get legendaries for your spec, or when you have all your legendaries for your spec, the game will start dropping off-spec legendaries if you don't choose a different loot spec. Mm -hmm. So for example, I'm a a Frost Mage, so if I somehow randomly get all of the Frost Mage legendaries and I don't switch to Fire Arcane loot spec because I never play those, mm-hmm. it'll just start giving them to me anyway at random. Yeah, well, that's it'll fine. It'll pick one. That's fine. I think yeah. that's okay. Um, I think that's a cool cool thing that they're going to do because otherwise I would never switch to Fire spec just to get the legendaries because mm-hmm. I just don't play it. It's not my thing. Anywho, the other thing they talked about was that legendaries in the next patch will drop at eye level 970. And there will be a new mechanism similar to the Distilled Titan Essence that will let you upgrade your current legendaries from 940 to 970. But if you were lazy and you still have the legendaries from previously that were 910, this item will let you update from 910 to 970. Nice. So it's not like a two-step. Yeah, I still have the item that upgrades an item from 910 to 940, and I haven't figured out what to do with it yet. But I'm going to figure that out. So. Because the quest still pops up even if you don't need it. Yeah. They said they were going to try to clarify some of that with the next iteration of it, too. Mm-hmm. So that's pretty sweet. I can't even imagine how this game is coded. I, I was always wondering about this. Like, how is WoW coded with with all these what-ifs? Is it scripted mostly? I don't know. I would love to just talk to a developer about, you know, sign an NDA. Just out of curiosity, because I've been a, a developer for so many years... Like, how is this game built? And it, it must be, be really tough. To learn. It, it, you know, I tell you, if there is ever a time when, you know, Blizzard, God forbid, like, you know, 40 years from now or something, like, Blizzard goes away, let's say, right? I would love to have a book about how they built all this stuff. So, yeah. And, and it doesn't seem very far-fetched because, like, I sort of poke my nose into the Atari 
old Atari 8-bit world every now and then, you would think that after all these years that people know everything that there is to know. Just a month ago, somebody found an old Atari debugger. Uh, it was yeah, it was an it was an Atari 8-bit debugger. If, if anybody remembers the app called um, Sidekick for the for the PC years ago, it was it was what was called a Terminate Stay Resident app where it would load, but it wasn't like an app that was this. Remember, this was pre Windows, right? So it was an app that stayed in memory, and if you hit a certain key sequence, like I think it was Control Option or something, Shift Control, this little window would pop up, and it would be like your calculator and a, and a little notepad and things like that. Well, the debugger worked the same way, and and thirty years later, people are just finding this, and it it happened to be in a stack of discs that somebody sold on eBay. So like all wow. these. Like, no pun intended, but artifacts are coming out, and this has been hey. happening over the last thirty years. So I would love to have like something like that happen with Blizzard, like you know, thirty years from now. I think yeah. that would be great. Um, be cool. So I think that's it for the Q and A, right? That's all we've got. Indeed, it was pretty long. You can find it on Twitch. I'm sure they'll put it up on YouTube in the next couple of days. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said they're going to do another one. I think what did they say in a month ish. Or something. I missed that. <laughs> yeah, towards the end they said they're going to be doing another one. Um, Keep an eye on their Twitter. They always announce it ahead of time. Yeah. All right. Now, your week. How was your week? My week was really good. I got flying. Yay! <laughs> flying is good. It is. It has pretty much revolutionized how I play the game now. Yeah. I'm doing World Quest like a fiend. Isn't it great that we... Because... It used to be that you would just run to wherever you wanted to go, and I would just look at something on the other side of the island and go, ah, Not worth it. Now it's just like, fly, and I just go over there. Like, And, yep, I'm and just I still hopping. use the whistle, too. Yes, I've used the yeah. whistle also. Just to have, like, if it's a faster starting point sometimes, I would use the whistle and then fly over. It's yep. It's so much easier. Um, and And the thing about, like, staying on the ground, people say, oh, it's more dangerous. No. Now, I challenge anybody to tell me that it was more dangerous on the ground or whatever, risk-reward. That was, I would run through mobs all the time, and I would never get dismounted. So I never had that problem. To me, staying on the ground was more of an annoyance at some point. There comes a point in Especially expansion. In what? Especially in High Mountain. Oh, God, yes. Especially, or even Stormheim in some places. Yeah, like, there's a there's that area in Stormheim where you have to kill the Drakes, and then you have to sort of like go around like in an S and everything. Just, oh God, this is annoying. They just fly up, do your thing. There comes a point in every expansion where I just go, oh, I'm just tired of this. Yep. And and I think it hit for me right at the perfect time to yeah. avoid burnout. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Now I can burn out a world quest. <laughs> now, all right. <laughs> now speaking of rep. Um, are you working on getting up to Exalted? Not consciously. Yeah. So I'm more so doing the world quest because my follower has some of the uh, equipment trinket mabobs that yeah. give gold and order resources mm -hmm. when you do world quests. So it's a really good way to make gold. That reminds me. This is something I've wanted to talk about, but I did not put it in the notes. Have you been working on your followers getting them up to I-900? I've been trying. Yeah, it's tough. Because it's slow. We just got a whole slew of elite quests that came <laughs> we out. We can't do and, them. <laughs> yeah, 
I sent my dudes, and I don't know if they'll come back successful because it was it was pretty iffy. Yeah, I uh, I got one follower because I've been putting all my stuff into one follower. So I think I got one follower to eight seventy five or eight eighty, and just not getting the the items to upgrade my my tunes has just been annoying. So yeah, yeah got all these quests like here is five hundred. What are those things called? The Legion resources. Here are five hundred Legion resources. Here is what what was it like two thousand shards or something like that. Here's a quest for 2,000 shards. Oh, sorry. You can't do it. Starts at like negative 100%. Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's a big skull on there that says that you can't do it. Um, yeah, it's a little painful. Yeah, so there's that. But um, probably the end of the expansion, we'll just be like, oh, yeah, whatever. It's a normal thing. We probably won't even need those resources <laughs> anymore. So, um, Gravity Lapse, have you done it? Uh, yeah. <laughs> you were <laughs> yeah, there. I, I was there. <laughs> I know. I was there. Um, that was, was really a lot fun. of fun. I did it with I did it with you. I did it with Thist. It's it's a lot of fun with friends. Yes. Yeah. I so. can't imagine PvPing without people like that you can talk to over voice chat while you're PvPing because I don't know. It's just, it just it was my last like ten years. <laughs> what? It was my last ten years. Aw. Yeah, no. I think that's probably part of the reason why I never really had so much fun with it. So yeah, yep. maybe I'll have to do that. All right, so. Uh, War Song Scramble is in May. That's going to be a lot of fun. And then the next brawl. You and I also did. Uh, we did some mythics. Yeah, just regular we mythic. Blew vengeance. through those. We just like completely blew through those. I was I was a bit skeptical. You asked me, like, do you want to do some mythics? I'm like, no, yeah, <laughs> because I, mean, I thought that my keystone mythics. No, but I thought that my gear wasn't good enough, and then we just uh-huh. wound up like. Pfft, blow through it oh yeah i was like a tick above your dps at one point in one and then you were a tick above my dps in another one and so i didn't really feel so bad anymore because i thought that it was going to be like on the bottom nah majors are in a good place right now yeah for the most part that was good i think i'm gonna so uh, we've got time walking this week which is uh wrath i haven't started those yet because i've been doing um i've been doing some um uh, transmog runs. I've been obsessed with trying to get the group of uh, the um the gear from um Hellfire Citadel. Oh. Uh heroic, normal, and mythic. So I have I have a PSA that I have to tell people. No, so I've been I have let me see, one one two I have two alliance mages and one horde mage. And so for running uh for Transmog gear, it's very easy for me to say, oh, I didn't get this. And like the Sunwell pants still haven't dropped for me this week. It's very annoying. But here's what happened. I was talking to Thist about this the other day. Is that she asked me, it's like, are you are you afraid to sell stuff right off the bat? Normally I am, because I don't check my other tunes to see if the transmog gear had ticked over. So here's what happened. I did Mythic on Tuesday, I did Mythic Hellfire Citadel. I got five pieces of gear in one run. It was amazing because I'm still trying to get like decent amount of gear on normal, and I still haven't gotten that. So I got five pieces of gear on on my Horde Mage and Mythic, and then I just happened to switch over to my Alliance Tuner and I check, and all the the gear was there. Well, I thought the gear was there. It was like three out of five were there, oh. and and all right, so. Fast forward to yesterday, I did normal, 
and I got the chest piece. I, I do the thing. I'm st- I still want to get the shoulders. But anyway, I got the chest piece, which I was very happy about. I'm still waiting on the shoulders. But then I switched over to my horror tune, and my horror tune showed that I had not yet. No, I'm sorry. It was, it was my horror tune I did it on. Switched over to my lines tune, and it showed that I had not yet gotten the chest piece. Ew. And so being that I have done transmog runs for a long time now, I have never had a problem where a piece of gear did not show up on the other faction or or one of the other mages. But for some reason, this week, I don't know what happened, only three out of the five showed up on my alliance. No, three out of five showed up on my horde tune after I got five on my alliance. And the chess piece for my horde mage didn't show up until like about an hour after I had gotten it. Oh, and so the there was expira- a time delay. Yeah, and the expiration did not yet kick in. So it's not the expiration, the you know, the, the the trade expiration. I don't know what it was, but this was the first time I had seen that happen. So my PSA to everybody is if if you really want to make sure that something is flagged on your account, just wait maybe a day or something. Keep it in your bank, your bags, do whatever you gotta do, but don't sell it immediately because I don't know what the consequences would be. Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if there's any other reports on like the bug report forum about this. If it's a new thing. I don't know. Ooh, I that's know. scary. And I don't know if it's a bug or just a glitch from yesterday because there was the lag issue and everything. I, I don't know what it was, but I've never seen it before. That is so bizarre. Yeah. And why I, as a transmog farmer, I would hate to have that happen to me. So I feel for you. I think that the way the system works is that it probably just was slow updating the rest of my tunes because once you're flagged on one account, I can't see why it wouldn't flag you on the others, mm-hmm. knowing how databases work and things like that. Right. But I just want to let everybody know. Just be a little more careful before you, you you grab the thing that you've been waiting a year to get and you get it and then, oh, no. Yep. There's a glitch. and Good advice. Happens. So. So there's that. Um, oh, and I played Overwatch with Fist and Thorn this week. That was a lot of fun. We did the uh, uprising. We did both the uh, the first one where you only you can only pick one out of four tunes. I played Tracer on both because I I had no interest in playing. I don't know how to play Torbjorn. I feel like I'm not a good enough Mercy to play, so I just I figured I'd just stick with Tracer and and. We did fine up until the end on game one, and then for some reason, this got disconnected, and, yeah. and she was playing Mercy, so we had no heals at the end, and I'm running around with literally one health, Eek. and I'm just like ducking, and, and I, it just didn't work. The second time, everything was working fine, and then we did another game where we're able to pick whoever we want, and I played Farrah, and that was just all awesome. Awesome. So that was a lot of fun. So if you haven't done it, do Uprising. And, oh, wait. That ends Monday? Oh, that ends Monday. May 1st. May 1st. So, do so before stuff. the next Warcast comes out, get her done. Get her done. Um, oh, and then the Transmog thing I already talked about. Heroes 2.0 is that. Do you play Heroes at all? I play Heroes enough that I logged in and I had some loot boxes waiting for me. <laughs> It wasn't a whole lot, but it was enough to make me happy. Okay. I don't play. Uh, There's something going on. There's some promotion now where if you play five games in this week, you get skins in Overwatch and something else. 
something. Yeah. So <laughs> I just I don't pay attention to that. So, but anyway, I should. Uh, I don't play Overwatch, so it's not as um, on my radar as some other things. Mm-hmm. For me, what was really on my radar was the mega bundles in Heroes, mm-hmm. because I didn't have a whole lot of characters purchased from before the 2.0 switch. Uh, so getting the 20 free characters, I got basically 19 characters. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, and that's pretty awesome. So they have a promotion going on through May 22nd, where if you log in, even if you've never played before, you should log in just to get the characters mm-hmm. because you get 100 gems. And then you can pick one of four mega bundles to use. And it costs 100 gems for a mega bundle. So get in there and get 20 free characters. Why wow. the heck not? I'll log in and see if I have anything. I'm sure you do. If you've ever played before, you will at least have something. Mm, all right. I'll give it a shot. All right. What do we have here for you? have some stuff here for the PTR. Oh, yes. I participated in the testing of the trial of style event. Oh, so you oh. did it. And tell us all about it. I loved it. Uh, I put in a lot of suggestions of things that I thought they could do differently or make better um, before it comes out in the next patch. But it was called Pose with the Blues. So there was a lot of devs there. So that was really neat. Mm -hmm. If you ever need a reason to go do a PTR event, it's because you can basically hang out with the devs. (laughs) See some familiar names. But it was really cool. You go in and it's an instance. And there's six people. And... When you go in, it pops up with a theme, mm-hmm. and there's all different themes, like summer styles, winter wear, ready for battle, fun and flirty, which I thought was a nice way to <laughs> say some things that other people don't say so nicely. Um, there was Faction Pride, Heroes of Azeroth, Tabard Time, Epic Purple, Freestyle, like there's so many. I didn't even list all of them. So... You go in there, it pops up with a theme, and then there's a hairdresser and a transmog person. And you have, I think it's two and a half minutes to get your transmog together. And during this instance, it doesn't cost anything to transmog, so that's awesome. Mm -hmm. And when the event starts, two people get plopped up on the stage, and everybody else who's participating, the other four people... Um, you have arrows on your screen so you can switch between person one and person two, and then you have a button to vote and you vote on whoever you thought did the theme best. And it kind of cycles through all six people and eventually it tallies up the vote somehow magically. I don't know. And then, um, the top three people get big rewards and then the other three people get like a compensation award. Mm -hmm. And in the, uh, the reward chest will be, token currency type deals for a yet to be made vendor that will sell transmog items. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. Yeah. This is something so I'm going to have to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, I could see myself just having that as my entire Warcraft experience. It could <laughs> just be transmog. dangerous. Oh my God. Cause it was only up for two hours on the PTR and I just kept queuing up for it over and over and it felt like it was no time. Did you win? I won three times. Nice. Yeah, I was so proud of myself. (laughs) (laughs) The thing is, when you're playing on the PTR, the only thing that copies over in your transmog is what is on your character. Yeah. So all the cloth items I got on my other cloth characters didn't transfer over with the character copy. So I had a much more limited um, selection. Mm. Okay. Yes. 
but it was so really cool. I can't cool. wait for it. All right, now, what is this thing about farming warglaves? I, I saw some people mentioning warglaves recently in trade chat, but what is this? So the devs have put out a tweet mm-hmm. to clarify how this works. There's going to be a demon hunter specific transmog appearance, but you can do it on any character. So if you have the warglaves, both of them on any of your characters and you have a demon hunter, you will get the transmog appearance for your artifacts. Oh, so you got to farm black temple. Yes. Which a lot of people have already done over the years. Uh, I've done it many times. I have seen the glaives drop once or twice, but I was always with it because this was years ago when you had to do it with like two or three people. And somebody would say, oh, the glaives dropped. It belongs to me. And so I'd never <laughs> like for I soloed um, Sunwell and the legendary bow dropped oh. and I still have it. See, now here's the thing. This Even is the reason why. Use it. No, yeah. but this is the reason why I keep stuff is because you just never know. What, yeah. Like, for example, if I had the glaives, right, if I had just been able to loot them and keep them, now I'd have the transmog, but, you know, I didn't. Yep. Um, but People now were I'm concerned that it. you'd have to go back and get them on a Demon Hunter character, so uh-huh. that's why they clarified this. They, if you okay. have them on any character. So okay. you get, what, like a, a, a loot box or something with some transmog urine, or does your account just get flagged with? I think it's an achievement that'll an achievement? pop up. Okay. I'm gonna have to try this now. <laughs> just black. Tem- I, it'll come out in the next patch. Black Temple is one of those in- uh, dungeon raids. Listen to me, instances dungeons raids. It's one of those raids where I wish that you could just mount up because even with the double blink as a mage, it's just so much walking. There is a trick that I recently learned from Hazelnutty Games. Um, if you get the food called Bear Tartar, uh-huh. it boosts your run speed every time you kill a mob. Really? So as long as you're killing a mob, I think it's six seconds. So you kill a mob, you run for six seconds, you kill another mob. And it, I did that. I went on my warrior and farmed um, AQ. Hmm. And I did that. And even though you can mount up in AQ, I'm you know fighting stuff so it didn't really matter yeah so i'm just blasting through there and it was so great so get yourself some bear tartar okay i'm gonna have to try that uh the dark mirror short story you told me about this but i haven't read it so why don't you talk i a read it bit this about morning this? and i had it on my desktop to read for since it came out mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's only 15 pages so i want to encourage everyone to go to the website and download it and read it it's about Sylvanas and Nathanos, uh, Blightcaller, mm-hmm. and it gives you a little history of how they were before they were Forsaken. Ooh. Yeah, it's really neat. Nice. Is it steamy? No. No spoilers. I'm, oh, no spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> I was kidding. Okay. You'll have to read it and see. Literally 15 pages. Totally right. worth it. The Anduin cinematic. Um I think by now everybody has seen it. Should we talk about this? Not that there's much spoilery stuff to talk about in the first yeah, place. Yeah, the thing about it is if you're playing a Horde character, you don't get to see the quest line in-game to mm-hmm. see the cinematic. So you'd have to go to YouTube to see it. Yeah. So if you're Horde, go look at it because you'll probably get feels, even if they're angry feels because you don't like Alliance. It's worth <laughs> it. It's really, really good. Uh, it's... 
I'll, I'll talk about it for about 30 seconds if people want to skip ahead. Uh, it's, it's Anduin sneaking around trying to figure out what happened to his dad. And he sneaks into where, uh, where his dad died and goes to the spot. And I, it seems to me like what they were doing was they were, they were doing it in such a way where this, this kid who was like this little turd of a kid like years ago because <laughs> remember the i'm not talking about so much the character but remember the model for yes. him was just like so awful yes and it seems to me like now what they're doing is they're making this character into somebody who's going to grow up and yep. do whatever he feels that he needs to do to sort of live up to his dad and become his own person so Anduin has become mandolin yeah <laughs> That's Another thing true. I saw was that uh, Anduin has been properly long bottomed. <laughs> if you know this uh, uh, Harry Potter, you know Neville Longbottom kind yeah. of grew up. Yeah. Yes. He's he's been proud. Yes. That's true. Yep. So you should go watch the cinematic if you haven't done it in game. If you have an Alliance character, you can go on the Broken Shore. Um, it's kind of south. Uh, yeastish in the water, you can find the little trinket, mm-hmm. and you'll see a, an exclamation point on your map, and that's how you start the quest line for the yeah. alliance characters to see the cinematic in the game. <laughs> it's I, a a couple days. It'll take a couple of days to progress to get to the cinematic. Yeah, but yeah. it's there. It's there. Um, it's- what are these secrets? Oh my goodness! So we talked about the mindworm last oh, time I was the on. Mindworm. <laughs> so that was a, a secret that came up recently. Um, a new one that has just come out with uh, this week's world quest in Nighthold is Lalathin, I mm-hmm. believe it's pronounced. It's a little hippogriff and it's tameable. So if you have a hunter in your raid, um, it's a little hippogriff in the. Elisan's Chambers, I think it's called, and he's in a little cage, and you just really have to make sure that nobody in your raid kills it, because that's what happened in my raid. We didn't know what it was for. (laughs) Sorry, hunters. (laughs) Oh, no. But if you're a hunter and you want a hippogriff pet, there you go. Nice. All right. I have The other item Mm -hmm. is dog. Have you heard about dog yet? No, I have not heard about dog. I have a story about dog. Tell us a story about dog. So to get dog, you go around in Dalaran looking for pebbles on the ground. I found a pebble. Mm-hmm. I picked it up. And then I went back to my garrison to find dog because dog's supposed to live in your garrison. Dog was nowhere to be found in my garrison. Mm. So then I went back to my farm in Pandaria because that's where you originally get him. Dog wasn't there either. Then I remembered... I made a new mage on Alliance since Pandaria, so all of my farm stuff is on my horde mage. Oh. So I have a pebble and no dog. Okay. That's my story. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> so is, is dog a pet? Um, It was kind of one of those NPCs that was just like a flavor type thing. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. And now you can give him a pebble and he will show up in Dalaran in oh. the um, the pet trainer area. Cool. All so right, you I'm can have, have dog with you through three expansions. I have a story to tell. Okay. So as I was talking about, I, f- I forgot to mention this before, I was talking about doing normal uh, Hellfire Citadel for transmog stuff. So... 
the biggest problem with doing Hellfire Citadel is getting people to do it because they don't show up within five minutes. Sometimes you have to wait like 20 minutes or so. Yeah. But, but you can do it with like three people. The oh, more, yeah. The more people you do it with, obviously, the faster it goes. You need to just like fly through it. Here, here are a couple pointers I want to talk about with um, with doing things like that. I think every boss in one form or another will screw up if you kill it too fast. Oh, yeah. I think every single boss over the last few weeks, every single boss except for Manoroth and Kill Jaden, I don't think those have bugged out, but every other boss has bugged out one way or the other. Wow. Like, for example, uh, when you're doing the um, the first boss where you have to kill all the trash on the on the ground. And then yes. there are these there are these mobs that sort of bounce around along the sides and they show up by the cannons. Um, if you don't wait for all of them to show up and land and become attackable, you're done. Oh. There was another one. I forgot. That sounds the- worse than doing Hellfire Assault when it was current. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's bad. And then sometimes if you just wait like a minute or so, one of the NPCs will start like walking around in place. It'll go from point A to point B and back to point A. Point B. It'll go back forth, back forth, and then become attackable. Hmm. But at, with one group, I had to actually go out and we had to reset it and then everything was fine. There's another boss. I don't remember the name of it. The, the guy who sort of floats and he's got like two. He's got a green and a purple dude with him. We killed him too fast. And it, I think it was the second to le- it was the one before the fell Lord. Um, we killed him too fast. And there's uh, there are steps that lead down to where he is. And there there are green. There's green fire while you're fighting him. The green fire never went away. So we got the we got the kill. We got the loot, but the fire never went away. So we all had to kill ourselves, and we figured, oh, we'll just kill ourselves, and then we'll just go. Well, the door never opened to the fell Lord. So we wound up having to remember this is um, this is a pug group. So right. the leader we had to all disband, and then the pug leader had to restart the thing on the pre-made list, and then we all rejoined, and then the door opened, and then everything went fine after that. It's a miracle that you all remembered who each other was. <laughs> well, wow! No, no, because the guy the guy put their uh, door door bugged or something like that inside the pre-made list, so we know we know who it was. Um, but but something interesting happened yesterday. This has nothing to do with bosses. This guy started a group, and he kept inviting people, despite the fact that people wanted to start from the beginning. So he kept the thing going. He kept the LFG going, or LFR, whatever you want to call it. He kept the LFR. So we would get people that would come in and say, well, what boss, or did you start yet? And they would say, well... Yeah, we're like on the seventh boss, and they would get and they would leave, and they would get mad. Or there was one guy we said, "Well, don't pull the boss yet because we're waiting on somebody to come in," and then he would just pull the boss anyway, and we wound up having a kick. It's it's very strange. I think it's what I want to do. I think from now on is I'm just going to start my own groups. There you go. Bring in five people and then just be done with it. Five people, man. We actually had eleven people in a ten man group last night. In normal, yeah. I looked at Hellfire the Hellfire Citadel. Yeah, I looked at with you know, Legion gear. You know the little the little banner that's <laughs> it tells you how many people it is. It, it said yeah. eleven, and it was a ten man group. I don't know how that happened, but yeah, the guy invited too many people. And then there was this hunter who basically did nothing. 
He was level 100. He would sit back. He wouldn't attack anything. He just basically just got carried through the entire thing, but he kept dying. I know he would just like get hit with stuff because at 100, that, that stuff is like at level for him. Right. So he would get like one shot at all the time. He would die. And some of us are just like, no, we're just moving on. And <laughs> he was sitting back there probably yelling, rest, please. He was many times. <laughs> Oh, so, gosh. My, what I'm saying, the, the, the reason why I'm telling this story is because sometimes it's just better to run your own group. Mm-hmm. And bug your friends. The group if they're on there. your friends list, bug them. Oh, Even here's another thing. If you feel thing. like you're annoying them, just ask them anyway because <laughs> we're all socially social anxiety nerds, introverts, yes. most of us anyway. So we don't want to ask each other, hey, come group with me because it's like scary for some reason to talk to your friends mm-hmm. anymore. <laughs> um. But yeah, so so do your own runs. The reason why I don't do Hellfire Citadel because I could probably solo the whole thing. It's that first boss where you have to kill the mobs, get the ammunition, take it over good here, to have at least run two over people, there, one on each side. Yeah, it's it's yeah. not good for it. maybe somebody can solo it. But as a mage, even with the double blink, at some point I just run out of blinks and then I'm running too slow. I I, don't know, I have to try it on frost. Maybe I'll do better on frost because on fire it's it doesn't work very well. It's sort of like when you're doing the first boss of Blackwing Lair, you just can't do it with frost uh, with fire. You have to do it with frost. Mm-hmm. So, the joys of farming, the tips and tricks you learn. Yes, it's a whole different game sometimes. It sometimes is. <laughs> <laughs> There's one more uh, piece of news I want to uh, talk about. Okay, and that is this week we got the next part of the Legion Fall campaign unlocked. Oh, yes. And it's called the Mark of the Sentinax. Mm-hmm. You have to collect a hundred little doodads, that's the technical term, from underneath the ship on the broken shore. But the cool part is if you don't have flying yet, it gives you 1,500 Legion Fall rep. Mm-hmm. So that's totally worth doing. Um, unfortunately, I have not done it yet because I have zero desire to just park out under the Sentinax to get a hundred doodads. I did it. It took 10 minutes. Are you serious? Yeah, it was really, really fast. That's amazing. I, I did it with a pug, and no, once again, it was just a, um, uh, it was just a quick group. It said Sentinax farming. I joined it, flew over to where I had to go, and we just started dropping portals and pulling mobs left and right. And the mobs themselves, they drop a lot of those things. It's not like they drop one for every ten. It's more like they drop five for every twenty. That's not too bad. It's like a, it's it's a pretty good drop rate. So, it, yeah, it was it was good, and I, good. I was in and I out. I thought it was a weekly, minutes. so I wasn't even going to bother doing it. But now that I know it's part of the campaign, I'm like, oh, I guess I have to do it. Yeah, do it. <laughs> Definitely do it because you can get it done Glad fast, and yeah, very cool. So there you go. That I think that's it. That's it. That's all we got. We've talked ourselves out. Uh, yeah, I. This next week coming up, I'm going to continue doing Hellfire Citadel. I'm going to probably start doing some heroic runs. I don't know. And um, like maybe Nighthold or something like that. Get over my, my fear of sucking. So. Yeah, I know that. how it is, though, because my raid team, we've been doing normal Nighthold for mm-hmm. a really long time, even though a lot of us really outgear it at this point. And... On Tuesday, someone suggested, hey, we we started or we ended like an hour early. 
um, they said, hey, do you want to go try heroic Scorpion? And I said, okay. <laughs> and we had a couple of Mythic Raiders with us that helped walk us through it. So that was super helpful. Thank you, Theory and Helen. And, <laughs> and we actually got Scorpion and the Chronomatic Anomaly on Heroic down. And it wasn't that much more difficult than normal. I was pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I was going to ask you, if you guys have been doing Nighthold over and over again, like, what are you getting out of it? There's always the chance that the loot will roll up. Mm-hmm. So that's the major thing is a lot of people True. go in there for that because um, I'm still going in there on my mage for that. Some people have been bringing alts to gear the alts because if we have a lot of people that don't need gear, we can pass the gear around because mm-hmm. we, we go on personal loot. So as long as it's um, lesser than what you already have, you can trade it. So that's handy. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes people have quests to get done in there. If they have like a class hall, order hall quest type thing yeah. to kill a certain mob or boss. Um, there's AP that drops off the bosses. But it's really more for the social experience. <laughs> okay. What, now, I, it's interesting you bring up personal loot because when i was doing this raid the other uh the uh hellfire citadel normal with these turds yesterday the hunter was just like screaming the entire time about he wanted to have it on group loot he says i need my gear and his like me and other people were like yeah we all that's what we're all here for right so um the raid leader says okay he, he did a ready check he said okay press ready if you want personal loot and then press not ready if you want group loot. And so this hunter was the only person that picked group loot, and we all wound up having a person. And he was just bitching the entire time about how group loot is better, and blah blah. blah. And just like, dude, just and he got a few pieces of gear. I don't know what he was expecting because I, when I was running Mythic the other day, there's a lot of trap, oh, trap. There's a lot of crap. I was gonna say trash, crap. That's a trap. There's a lot <laughs> of trash. That, like for example, um. Oh, maybe no. Now that I think about it, like maybe he wanted stuff like the, the neck, the neck pieces, and the rings and the trinkets and such because he was level one hundred. But the rest of us were like one hundred and ten. So we don't care. We're <sighs> we're just here for the mod gear, and that's it. Yeah, a lot of people have that mentality when it comes to current rating as well as far as group loot versus personal loot Mm -hmm. but for our team because we are more focused on the social aspect of it um it makes it so that we don't have to spend 20 minutes passing out loot every time we kill a boss yeah yeah and there's no arguments about who gets what the most arguing you get is oh no you take it you got or i got more (laughs) loot this this uh, run you take it you need something like we're too nice that's why we I, argue. I've dealt so. with that in the past where somebody will get like an epic and it'll be like, you know, five points higher than what they already have. And then here I am and, and it's like 30 points higher than what I need. And the person takes it and doesn't want to give it up. And so, yeah, that's why I think personal loot is better. It is. I enjoy it. I like it better. All right. We're coming up on an hour. One hour. For those of you that don't know what that means, watch Star Trek Next Generation. Or listen to This Week in Trek. I was going to say, what are you talking about? Speaking of other shows, uh, I just want to bring this up. Fist and Thorn are doing their 100th episode with a 24-hour stream this weekend. It's the 24-hour Don't Get Banned from Twitch Challenge. Oh, my God. 
That that's tough sometimes. Doing twenty four yeah. hour streams. I can imagine. I, I've wanted to do one for a while now. I wanted to play Legend of Zelda: Ocarina of Time in one day, and I figured I could probably get it done in like ten or twelve hours. So I want to give that a shot sometime, and then I go, eh. It's always a good thing to hold in your pocket for a charity stream, that's, which is what Thorn true. and Thist are doing. That's right. It's a charity stream, so check it out. Yes. All right. How does everybody get a hold of you, Kara? You can find me on Twitter at Xandara, X-A-N-D-A-R-A. All right. You can find me on Twitter at StarMike, World of Warcast on Twitter, World of Warcast at gmail.com is your email address. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you later. Bye. Bye.